stir the Yeah, I'll drink. do the ASMR. Wow. <laughs> that was better than yours last week, okay? <laughs> so don't even wow at me. And make fun of me. Let this flow through your body. That's pretty good. No sound. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, are we actually recording the pod right now? Is that I like guess real? Now, yeah, we can. I was just um, making fun of you, but I, we no, can no, keep no. It. I I don't have a can. I've got a Yeti to crack. Uh, yes, not not an ad, uh, but Yetis are delightful. So you did the little stirring. You're stirring, by the way, much my better than draw. my pour. Yeah, I yeah. got a lot of I got a, I heard a lot of shit from people on how bad my pour was, which was like a non-existent pour. Um, <laughs> the best part that was like the most Kramer. Wow, we're starting off with Ray already. That was yeah, the most yeah, Kramer thing of all time because you just get like you were just like so happy I was. and so excited for it, and then it just was like, well, okay, didn't go as it, planned, but it still like, works. It's like you see a commercial like with that piece of chicken that you think is going to look that way when you cook it or you buy it and it just doesn't and that's what happened with my pour right i was expecting foam and fizzle and goodness and it was just a fucking silent depressing pour that i also really didn't narrate very well on the audio medium so just another day at no punts so um <laughs> it's good to see you we are a day later than normal yes. which is fine what else is new i was um, i was traveling i am currently pto page pto page so you were traveling um mm-hmm. Did you have a good time? You're back I now, did. Right? I was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I was there for a baby shower, stayed for a week. Something that um, we will do probably in, in the summer is do um, power rankings of baseball parks because oh, um, I went to PNC Park, and I got to tell you, it's, it's awesome. very, very high on my list. Very high on my list. It was amazing. Um, yeah, definitely a big fan of that ballpark. Um, did you see your current baseball team is going to go where the Tropicana is? Yeah. I, I have some thoughts on this since we're just, fuck it, whatever. Just like, whatever. Yeah. So so that area of the strip, right, is okay. there's a lot going on there. And if they're really going to tear down the Tropicana, which I like, by the way, that's a a not a favorite casino, but like a, like it's fine. I like but the Trop. Wasn't yeah. it already going to be like torn down anyway? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Um it's funny, like casino, like the Rio. They've like we're gonna tear it down. We're not. We are. Um, yeah. I do find it fascinating though that like Vegas, these spots have been just like pulling at the A's. Like the A's who have not been able to draw more than five thousand people everywhere in Vegas seems to want them there. But if they are truly in the trap spot, you're making a face like sad, depressing A's fan. No, age. I was just thinking about how ironic that is because the trap is actually where the the oh. Tampa Bay. Have you ever play. been there? Fuck. No, but I, I've heard it's terrible. It is terrible. It's like, it is, it's like a, you know, like high school gym lighting uh, is yeah. the best way to describe it. So in any event, I find it fascinating if the A's are going to be playing there. It's like literally on the strip, which is fantastic. Yeah. But um, where do we want to begin? Do we want to talk about, I suppose, the sport that we like, college football? Do we want to start somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, we I could don't... start with college football because I feel like I've got a lot of random stuff today because we are in technically the off season. Um, yes, we are. But yeah, there's a little bit of college football news going around. So, all right, let's start with there's a. I mean, this is like maximum college football news, which is Iowa and Iowa State and Alabama, for that matter, are kind of embroiled in a gambling investigation that is very cryptic, um, mm-hmm. that is very far-reaching, that involves a lot of sports, including football. Now. I want to be careful here. There does not appear to be any signs of like players throwing games, right? Yeah. That seems to be it. So when you hear this stuff and we can laugh because it's Iowa and like I had some fun at this and the people were getting like super pissed off on Twitter. So I'll be mm-hmm. careful here, uh, sort of for a little bit. Um, you think about like throwing football games, which is like the ultimate, like, oh my God, what this cannot be. Yeah. And yet I, there's, there, I've heard rumors of like fantasy football leagues. I've heard all sorts of rumors, and I've also like tried to check in on this on the Iowa side. It's been pretty quiet. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious where your level of concern because you had the Alabama baseball coach, right, and then you had this yes. in like back to back. So what, where are your levels of concern with this? Well, it's sort of interesting because I think the the Alabama coach did actually pull a pitcher, and that was like a very weird controversy in itself. Um, but like you said, there isn't anything on like football players throwing games. Um, 
it feels a little like and i people are gonna eye roll when they hear me say this it kind of feels like when the fbi did the like gotcha thing to college basketball yes um oh boy it feels I didn't like really process. I didn't process where you were going until you no, were there. No, now, now I got it. But I see. But I can see why Iowa fans, uh, and Iowa State fans, and even Alabama fans would be concerned about making light of this because even if nothing comes of it, it's still out there and could still be a problem and impact those schools and programs because of this. Because some people just don't want to be associated with things, and that's kind of what happened in the college basketball scandal situation like there are schools that definitely like took hits because this stuff was out there about these schools and they didn't really have any like proof or whatever but it's easy to hear okay i was involved in a gambling situation and or gambling investigation it doesn't matter if there's like evidence or not or what exactly the detail is of this it could be pretty detrimental to those programs so it is concerning that there's not a lot of information out there of exactly what is going on but I do think maybe we might start to hear more of this and it's a much larger investigation and it does have a huge impact whether they're like, you know, found guilty of any breaking any laws or throwing games or whatever. It still could have quite an impact on this program. So I could see why people would be upset to joke about it, but it's also like, I think this is what people were sort of waiting for and they're probably people looking for this stuff because of the fact that gambling became so legal everywhere well, uh, not everywhere, but yeah, no, but it um, became it became mainstream. Yeah, like it, and yeah. and I think now it's more of a a topic of concern, and it's like the next thing for people to look at to find a problem with whatever sport and find illegal activity. But yeah, that the the Alabama baseball coach one was very interesting, and and then just to have all of this come out, I don't know. I it's I'm hesitant to like react because it could be very serious, and it could be like really bad but yeah no 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 matter what i think it's like we don't know so it's like very strange so i saw this too today that the firm and this is on espn i'm reading the headline uh word for word word firm that helped expose out hold on hold on (laughs) word for word (laughs) i'm trying to work through it okay like you couldn't have you saw like i'm struggling okay also like i'm what in what world do I just like let that go? Like we've met, there's no way I can let that go. That that just happened. I should have, but thought, I did it. I thought it was like I, <laughs> I I wasn't quick enough, right? I didn't pivot fast. Like we're for I stumbled. Like okay. it was like um, I did. No, two shit. You're right. You got. But anyway, you gotta lead into it. Please um, read the, the headline so, for us. You got this. Before I, I was so uh, rudely interrupted. <laughs> Firm that helped expose Alabama baseball. Gambling scandal launches integrity hotline. I was very nervous reading that. So basically, they're you know it's snitch season, right? Like yeah. so, if you think something's wrong, you call this hotline, and you're gonna you know you're gonna get into it. Now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get start actually with the NFL. Like you're seeing players. Mm-hmm. The NFL ain't fucking around, right? The NFL. You're seeing yeah. players get suspended for for betting at facilities and like it's pretty harsh, right? Mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley, and then this year you had. I think it was Jamison Williams and Detroit Lions, others suspended. The NFL was taking a really hard stance. We, I love you. We love gambling. We all love gambling. I think it's yeah. great. I think that it's awesome that it's been now legalized in a lot of states, including my own. But you, there are, there is a cause and effect here, right? Yeah. You have you, and I don't know. We don't. You're right. Like you can't speak. I can't speak to what the allegations are, other than the only thing I am hearing is that like this ain't done. And they think that, like, this isn't the last we're going to hear about this because yeah. there's going to be other teams and other coaches and other players. And that's very cryptic. That's all I got. Other than I don't think Iowa and Iowa State have, like, a stranglehold on gambling weirdness, right? Like, it's just <laughs> not it. Whatever gambling weirdness that is, I think, though, you have 18 to 22-year-old, in this instance of football, baseball, males, they like to fucking gamble, many of them. And, yeah. And, and, and the end. So you're you're giving them the ability to do so largely mm-hmm. in states that allow it. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some situations that pop up, and I'm curious how this sport handles it because the NFL, it's like clearly the NFL thinks this is how the whole thing could fall apart, which is why they're managing it and policing it so strongly. I'm curious at the college level; it's almost even weirder, right? 
And the stakes are almost even higher because these More are truly kids. Yes. Well, because even if a kid is investigated for this, that is going to be an issue. Yes. Like the, for whatever this is. Yeah. If they're in, if they're involved in any sort of investigation and they're named in it, it does have a huge impact on their life. Um, and obviously, you want them to be responsible, and they're responsible adults, and they get paid now, and all of those things. But um, I will say I do kind of, like, if it was fake, it wouldn't be Iowa, Iowa State, that's for sure. Like, it would be, like, Bama, Georgia, like, teams that are good. That what actually, are you trying are... to say? Teams that are actually good. <laughs> God. Well, here's the other thing I'll say. Uh, I, I, what, this is not that hard to find. When you that. have, like, especially, like, college baseball, right? Mm-hmm. If you're in college baseball and it's like, huh, there's an influx of money bet on South Carolina State on a Tuesday. Like, the, it's almost like yeah, with stocks there's too. There's a trail. Like, there's a trail, and again, this is what we don't know. We don't even know if this is like had anything to do with that. But in terms of information, if you think about how valuable, imagine if we had access to the information that these locker rooms are delivered, like daily, hourly. Yeah. Um, it would be a gambling game changer, right? It's why the NFL has injury reports. It's why the NBA has injury reports. And in college, it's kind of like Lincoln Riley is just going to like sit on this news, right? And it's not even a Lincoln Riley thing. They've they've got to. I think we're going to have college football and college athletics are going to have to grow up a little bit as a result of this weirdness going on. Okay, wait a minute. So I actually looked up to see if the NCAA has gambling rules. Yep. It says the NCAA rules prohibit athletes, coaches, and staff from betting on sports in which the NCAA conducts a championship. For example, athletes aren't allowed to legally place bets on NFL or games. That's weird, the language on this. This is Arkansas Online, so I should probably be reading like actual sports wagering. Arkansas Online? Here's, no, here's here's the actual one from what, the NCAA what website. What is that? NCAA rules prohibit participation in sports wagering activities from providing information to individuals in any type. Sports wagering has the potential to undermine the integrity of sports. So they're not allowed. Yeah, so they're not allowed to gamble. So this could essentially just be that they were gambling. So you go to you go to bowl season, um, and quarterbacks opting out and these rumors, right? Yeah. Um, pick a pick a quarterback, pick a player, any player, and you see the lines start to move. It's very similar, right? Like, you, you know, yeah. or somebody's injured. You, there was a couple instances last year um, with, like, Bryce Young where, like, will he, won't he play? And, like, okay. the line goes through it. And, like, some of it's real, some of it's not. Um, how, what was the instance? There was an instance I remember with one of the players, like, after practice with Bo Nix, with one of his wide receivers, I believe. It was like, yeah, we're, you know, we're ready to go without him. I think Bo Nix actually did play, but he was hurt. And, like, during the time... I, it was made, it, the line moved like four and a half points, right? So information yeah. is is key. So again, we're speaking so generally about this, but I will say as a whole, I think that this is, college athletics is going through like this incredible transformation right now of growing up and becoming more professional. You add in the gambling, you add in the money going into the sport, you add in all of it, an attention. A lot of it's good. Most of it is good for the players. I also, and, it is, I just want to read the the bottom part of this at the very end of this NCAA.com thing. Yes. It says, sports competition should be appreciated for the inherent benefits related to participation of student-athletes, coaches, and institution in fair contests, not the amount of money wagered on the outcome of a competition. First of all, have you ever, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Have you ever, buddy, you have you ever what? watched an action game on a Wednesday night yeah. at 5.30? Okay. Like, like, come on. Wow, stooges. Come on. Yeah, I... um, That's so lame. It is lame. So I think this is real, and I hope everything is okay. And it does... uh, It would be helpful to get... It seems like there's an investigation going on. There is our investigation, so which is why we don't know more. But I do think it would behoove them to release some sort of information, uh, maybe not names, but just to know, like, what does this exactly involve? And it probably involves... A lot because all these sports are covered. It's, this is not a football thing. Yeah, uh, I made I made the joke on Twitter by the way, like about Iowa Iowa State football games and like I insinuated that they were being thrown. And I'll say this: if you watch Iowa Iowa State play football, Frank, over the last ten years, I you mean, could you point could be out a hand, yeah, <laughs> fucking so many weird plays. Like, 
I am not saying that they are throwing football games, but like literally a punt hit off somebody's ass and that ended a football game, okay? Like the own guy's ass hit the punt and Iowa recovered, okay? So if you want to point to this and say, hmm, this happened, um, Iowa did. <laughs> you could look at every Iowa football game played last year and you'd say, wow, under. this is different. This is <laughs> different. Like this is like very unique. Uh, Brian Ferentz, your thoughts. Again, not accusing. I find it funny though that it's Iowa because Iowa is, Iowa finds new ways to embarrass me every single day. Although they're like portal champions. They got a top 100 player in the portal. Did you see that? Of course not. Like a legitimate wide receiver who went to Ohio State and then went to Iowa. I don't wide know. Wide receiver? Yeah. Do they know that requires throwing the football? They do. They do. Okay. But, but you know, we got new tight ends. We got Kate McNamara. We got Brian Ferentz who has to average 25 points a game. Like, fucking shit's changing, Paige. Like, just saying. Like, so, there you go. Um, so, gambling to be, to be continued. NFL schedule. So by the time people listen to this, the NFL schedule will be, be out. out. Yes. We only have a um, little bit of it right now. So, yes. What are your thoughts on the parts we've heard and the scheduling as a whole? So the reason I actually brought it up is because they were saying that like New Year's Day and Black Friday are going to be like big games. And I thought that was really interesting that they're going to have NFL games on those days, which are inherently college football and days. And you and I have talked about this I legitimately think of it last week where we were like the that college football is like very much afraid of going oh, against yeah. the nfl the nfl is like we will take on anyone we will put a yeah. game on any day of the week and any holiday christmas day like that's usually an nba day i mean i know there's still there's still football on that day sometimes but it yeah usually that scene is like the nba holiday um, I find it very, very interesting um, that the NFL literally is not afraid of anyone. I also love, I kind of wanted to get your take on this because I like the the games that they play in London and Germany, but I'm curious what your thoughts are on those games. So um, I'm with you. I'm glad you brought up Black Friday because it's one of my favorite college football days of the year. Yeah. It's like a sleepy, you're probably hungover Iowa and Nebraska are going to play like a 17-13 game. That's totally fucking unwatchable. And then you get like an Apple Cup in there. You get all sorts of shit. It's a fun day, though. There's some rivalry games, and you're like gearing up for a really huge Saturday. NFL's joining. I think the Jets are on the Black Friday game, which is like hilarious because this is very Jets-centric. I will keep my Jets away from it. Um, You know, I, I think the NFL is like aggressively telling us that they they're, that there are going to be teams in Europe that are in the league at some point. Yep. And they're just and they're making it um they're just making it more normal. And you have a team, I forget who it is, that's literally staying out there, right? For like two weeks. Isn't there a team the Jags. is it the Jags that are okay, then you bet you back to back weeks. So um that's kind of a game changer. I'd be curious what the Jaguars think of that. Like yeah. you don't I yeah because I actually recently had this discussion with my brother because we were like I think like the whole purpose behind this really is for there to be expansion into Europe and which is awesome and also the NFL the tickets for like the game in Germany and in London are like insane like people really really want American football there I think the other part of this is that you can have NFL teams play in football stadiums european football stadiums and i don't want to call it soccer but we'll call it european football not to offend the people since we had so many broad listeners you know of Um, course but there's like you don't have to build stadiums just yet if you wanted to get like a whole division that could be out there there's plenty of cities that would be willing to take teams and have facilities that they could use until it was like a full-blown thing and it was a for sure thing that worked out for the league but all of the signs point to that being the next step, whether it be 10 years from now, 20 years from now. It feels like the NFL is very much going to expand to Europe, which I think is amazing, for one. But also, like, the the fan experience there for their football is so different than kind of, like, ours. Um, it'd be, I'd be curious to see, like, how much people would really, like, buy into NFL teams there and like really hone in on going to games. I think that it's like 
it seems that look they're smart they're running data they must like what they see which is why yeah. they're doing more of it um i want more baseball games in mexico by the way because the yeah. ball just like goes a thousand feet and it's like over at baseball game city i you mentioned another point too by the way the christmas day the nba has yeah. become the christmas day like they own it mm-hmm. um and the nfl here and it works out schedule wise just like oh fuck this who cares and they're right i like the nba but if the NBA is on versus the NFL, I'm like, it, and this is me. I don't know how you feel, but like, there'll be some compelling games in the NBA, and you, they, the NBA can get clever and start games on at like 10 Central and do things like that, right? But uh-huh. if you're com- like the the fact that the NFL, you're right, you said it, just doesn't seem to give a fuck about what's on because they know they're going to be the dominant story and they can expand their footprint. Yeah, um, it's pretty amazing. Like it's it's pretty amazing. Um, like and. Well, yeah, for I mean, the NBA, even, you're concerned. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're every other sport, it's kind of hard to compete with. But the other part of that, too, is like, I'm sure they're seeing numbers of the NFL games that are played at like, what, four in the morning, our time, yep. like West Coast time. Like, people are still watching those NFL games. So, like, crazy. That's nuts that, you know, that's still very much a thing. So, I think it's cool. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to see the rest of the schedule. But it was interesting to me that we had just talked about the fact that, like, college football definitely tiptoes around with their the the new playoff um setup around the NFL and it seems like the NFL is just full blaze ahead. I I uh I realized that Black Friday I'm gonna have Jets Iowa like at the same time, which is not going to go well, most likely, right? Two very disappointing football teams that could disappoint me on the same day. And I don't think that happens very often by two teams. Like that can really, you know, ruin Pence. like a hangover. Iowa Jets, like, bring it. Um, and yeah, it does seem like the Jets are going to have like a bazillion primetime games, like for better or worse. They are. Um, Terry, like it's, it's kind of weird. As a fan, it's just like noon Sundays. I'm there. Oh wait, we're playing the the Chargers. Okay, at three o'clock. Um, no, the Jets are going to be featured prominently, which I'm ready for. You know me, I'm ready for disappointment for yeah. usual. But I will also say that um, watching, because I was in Pittsburgh for a week, watching sports on East Coast time, pool, I'm not made for it. I am certainly oh, not made for it. I am such a grandma. I love to go to bed early. Um, and having to stay up like past midnight to watch games, is was NBA playoff games was really difficult. I'm not going to lie to you. 10 p.m. starts. Woo. Um, well, that life ain't I... for me. I love it, by the way. See, I'm I thrive in like Lakers Warriors last night, starting at like nine nine thirty Central. That's I'm hilarious. Like, Fucking bring it. I would much rather, and this actually makes a lot of sense. I would much rather game start very very early. So like that's why I watch F one. I, I would argue league. though, I'd I'd <laughs> love college football to start at nine a.m. for me. Oh, it's the best. It yeah, is that, the that, best. It is so great. That's where I'm kind of like. This would be amazing. Like that's where you, I'm. I'm. You drink I'm your morning coffee and like watch football. So like, oh, get yeah. up, do your morning routine, come back home and sit on the couch for 14 hours, sip your coffee in the morning. It's just the best. Yes. Um. Okay. Let's talk really quick about Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> um. So Jimbo Fisher, in talking about TCU, this is the quote. Um. They stayed healthy. They had a lot of experience. And they got to where they had to get to. And then when they got to the SEC, it changed, didn't it? So this went, like, this goes nuts on Twitter. Um, Every time Jimbo Fisher says anything, it seems to go nuts on Twitter, Uh uh, which is fine. Um, I like that, okay, I'm going to take a different stance than maybe you think I'm going to take on this. I kind of like that Jimbo Fisher is stirring the pot. I, I think that Jimbo Fisher has provided an endless sea of content for us. Over the last two years, mm. um, the feud with Saban, oh, tremendous. I missed that. That was great. That that fueled our pod for like a month, <laughs> right? Like It like, really did. You know, that fueled. So like, I kind of like, now, should Jimbo Fisher be saying anything given the state of his team? Yeah. No. I think he's saying that health matters and quality of players at some point is going to bite you. I get, I get what he's trying. And I am also, I, I t- tease this, like I'm kind of getting ready to do the A&M thing again, Paige. Like I'm, I'm getting ready. But I Ugh. also think every, I know, we'll get there. We got time. I also think every time he opens up his mouth, it gets 
it's not good. It's largely no. not good. Um, so I, just, I wanted, what do you think? Like, if, even if this was like Brian Kelly, I'd be okay with it. Like, maybe like actually win in the SEC like consistently and then you can be like, oh yeah, SEC, woo. Like, you're writing the coattails of everybody else right now, Texas A&M. Like, why are you speaking on this? Um, I get your point. Like, to be fair, they did run into the SEC and it was brutal. But, and I also think that was like his way of saying that his team last year, like they did have a lot of injuries. So like, oh, they stayed healthy. So that wasn't going to save their year. So um, yeah, I thought it was, I saw that like a ton of people were flipping out about it and I hadn't seen it. And I saw like later in the day and someone was like, this is just a direct quote. I don't think he, I think he was saying it lightheartedly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's off season talk. He can say what he wants, but he can say what that's he wants. certainly going to be bulletin he, board material for quite a few people. Because if any team that's outside of the SEC beats Texas A&M, it's going to, like even in a bowl game, like they're going to remember that. And they're going to be like, hey, remember you ran into the the Big 12? Oh, yeah. now they're for sure. If they, Now it's going to be a Big 12 SEC matchup. How long ago? I mean, I said this like probably a month ago, I think, or maybe more. That game feels like it was a year and a half ago. That championship game. Like, maybe I just, again, I want to bury it. It didn't happen. Like, it didn't happen. I, yeah, first I was talking to somebody about that, and I was like, yeah, the championship game was in. I was like, wait, where was the championship game? And I was like, LA, that's right. We did go there, and that's it what happened. Rained. Um, Yeah, but speaking of uh, that game and the champions, they have decided to forego um, their visit to the White House due to Yes. Um, schedule conflicts. I see what you did there. You're kind of leaving it open. Yeah. I mean, here's my thing. No matter what, if someone was like, hey, you're invited to the White House, I don't really care who's in the White House. I'm going. I'd like to go see the White House. That's a once in a lifetime yeah. opportunity to go into the White House. I, um, this is interesting, right? And this is and then, dangerous. So I'll tiptoe it barely. So, like, they tried, from what it sounds like, to coordinate a visit for months. And it didn't work. And then finally, at least from what we're reading, and this was reported by a handful, the White House said, well, let's do it here in, I believe, June. June 12th Mm -hmm. was the day. And Georgia said, we can't do it. And it's a big recruiting month, right? Yeah. So I think this one is a matter of where you ask. There's so many variables in this. They did it last year. Well, they weren't weren't invited last year. That was the issue. And then someone, and then someone on the team tweeted that they weren't invited. And I I don't know what the situation was there. I don't know why. Um, there's, I'm, sh- I mean, we know this about college football. There are a lot of um, figures who have very strong opinions who make those opinions known. And it, it's, it affects those relationships, but I don't know that that was even the case. So we don't really know, but I do find it interesting that they couldn't find like a way to schedule it at a different time. I know the White House is busy. I guess they should be, but um, yeah. yeah, I I think that it it was like oh they weren't really trying that hard to make it work because honestly it wasn't something that they even were that excited to do or maybe were upset about the way that it went down last year. I and and to see political fe- people using this as Nash. like ammunition to make it political that's the part that like kind of sucks. Like yeah. I don't know. I get it. These are the times. They're charged. They're emotional. And it's as weird as ever. But it does feel like you said, like, if you get a chance to go to the White House, like, awesome. Go. Cool. Yeah. Want to hang out. That's what it chairs. should be about is going, yeah. going yeah. to the However White House. You, wherever your people's um, whatever your like belief allegiances is. lie, yes. who cares? Like, go to the White House. But go to the White House. It, it didn't work out. Here's what's going to happen. Georgia may win that fucking thing again. And we'll have the same conversation <laughs> next year. And it'll be even weirder. Um transitioning from georgia to tom herman and it's a very large transition in casey thompson so i find this fascinating first and foremost page i'm going to be honest i forgot that tom herman was coaching fau so did i until today all right i'm going to be very blunt about that um i'm going to be blunter about another admission here in a moment but i think it's cool um both of whom are kind of trying to do a little bit of a redemption tale and tom herman like like, Tom Herman was a really big deal. Like, a really, really big deal for a while. And we'll see if he is a, a big deal again. FAU's been an interesting spot 
for coaches, Lane Kiffin, Willie Taggart. Yeah. Different different results from a redemption's point. So I still think Tom Herman is young and there's greatness there, right? Like, but we'll see. Yeah. What is it about FAU that like they're like, you know what? We'll just I guess it's Florida. It's Boca, so like, you man. know what? Like it, it's we such will a... bring in whoever we think can we don't care. <laughs> Nothing yeah, no, matters but the football on the field, you know? It it's like the Saban oh. mentality too of like, we'll uh we'll take a little redemption story, like buy low, sell high. So I think but I also think this could work. Like Thompson can be good and Herman, I think, has been great. Um yeah. so we'll see what happens. But I do think it's fascinating. It's kind of cool too, because of their connections at Texas that they reunite. These are like the good things about the transfer the field stories we the, want the to hear feels. about. Um, okay. Uh I want to talk about the Big Twelve. So the other the other night I, you know, I get home, long night of coaching t-ball and softball, go on my deck, pour myself a couple glasses of wine, couple keyword, <laughs> and I start looking at some win totals. I'm not going to go over the win totals today. No, but like, we'll, we'll we'll start doing that, but but not right now. And I just like I look at the Big Twelve, and it's like they're the fucking Cincinnati and UCF are just looking back in my face, and I'm like. I just had this realization, like, oh my God, this is actually happening. I know we've talked mm-hmm. about this. We've we've acknowledged that these programs, like the Big 12 now is the Big 14, and this is real. It still looked really fucking weird to look at, like, in real time. There's a stretch of Cincinnati's schedule that, like, just makes me laugh. It's like Iowa State, Oklahoma, and Baylor, and it just, you know... Here are my two things. A, I think it's going to take some getting used to. Yeah. Also, Cincinnati's win total is four and a half. So the odds makers thinks the transition is going to be brutal, which, yeah. I, I, again, I find fascinating. And B, how fucking weird is it going to be next year when you've got SEC and Pac-12? Like, I'm struggling with Tom Herman coaching FAU and Cincinnati in the Big 12, and UCF for that matter. Next year is going to be such a strange acclimation period when you have even more movement going on like coast to coast oh realignment is is going to be very jarring i it's because it things stayed, playoff. yeah things just stayed so consistent for quite some time that like it yeah the chaos is unmatched but i just like appreciate that you were like drinking wine You're like you know what i'm gonna do right now instead of just like <laughs> pondering like looking no. off into the like sunset oh, it's like you are thinking about okay. college football win totals, not only just win totals in general, but in the Big Twelve specifically. <laughs> um, yeah. just, There's another degenerate could have all you could have summed it up just dege- like. But it's like I not only it's... like you're looking at it from a gambling perspective, but I think you're also looking at it from like a perspective of like the season and getting ready for the season. Edu- and education. Like, yeah. Yes, and it's just like I, very uh... entertaining that that's what you were doing. What's funny is that I like saw that tweet. It was like obviously later. Because um, I was on East Christ. Coast time, and I was like, "Oh, buddy, oh, <laughs> yeah, buddy, go to, go go to bed." Oh, buddy, um, we're we're I, looking at these. I, I I'm I like, just, "Oh shoot!" I made him wait a whole day to record the podcast, so he couldn't talk about it. So he just decided he was going to look up win totals because we waited a day to out. record. I um I just I know that I'm getting the itch now because I'm like, and and if you go and again we got lots to talk about, like, but if you go in DraftKings, you've got games of the year. You've got win totals. Um, like, you're starting to see there'll be conference odds. We have Heisman odds. So, like, I know that it's coming because I'm, like, starting to feel it, right? It's going to be, you know, middle of May. It's getting hot. It's going to be June soon. And then, like, it's almost talking season, right? Like, it's it's almost talking media days. Season. Yeah. I don't like talking season, although we talk all the time. But it's yeah. this, this is the better talk. This is the better talking season. Um, so, yeah. And then... I guess random, like you got random shit. I like, I like you're, you usually deliver on the random shit front. Yeah. I, this is, um, F1 related. Shocking. I know. Yes. Um, but the Miami Grand Prix was last weekend. Um, and you're not on TikTok, but I don't know if this made it to like Twitter, but there were like a lot of people very, very, very upset or Instagram reels. Sorry very very upset that influencers were being invited to the grand prix and getting like access to go to the this event 
when they're like F1 content creators themselves. And this is like beauty brands. There's a really popular one called Tarte that is hosted a bunch of like beauty influencers to go. There was a girl that was invited by one of the teams and she pronounced it wrong on TikTok. And people were like really, really mad. And they were like, this is so, you know, not fair. And like one person, this this is what set me off. One person put out a TikTok and was like, the beauty, inf-, and this was a, a female content creator. She was like, the in- beauty influencers should have to be able to name five drivers to be able to, to get like, be able to go to this event. I mean, Fuck off. if- if I had a dollar for every time I was like, yeah, I actually like sports. And some guy in a bar was like, can you need five players on the 95 A's team? Like, it literally, like, I, that is the worst way to go about it. Like, that is so dumb. And also, like, why are you mad at these individuals? Be mad at, like, the brands of the sport. And another thing, like, I was thinking about, they're, like, oh, they're yeah. not even trying to get to know the sport. And here's my thing. Like, I love Formula One. I really do. And I have become obsessed with learning about it, okay? I became a fan because of Drive to Survive, and people were like, oh, those aren't real F1 fans. And now everyone's like, okay, they are. And now it's like the beauty influencers aren't aren't F1 fans. Okay, and it's not fair that they get to go. I, I've been working in sports for 10 years. 10 years, okay? I would love to go to the Super Bowl. Do you know how many people get tickets to the Super Bowl, go to the Super Bowl that didn't watch a single football game during the year, but go it's, because it's a huge event? Yeah, many of them. Many like, of them. It's an so event. Like, That's why the are we, You don't see me sitting around being like, I don't get to go to the Super Bowl. Like, I, and creating content about that. That bothers me so much. I understand being irritated and I understand bringing it up, but just the like constant complaining and then criticizing other people and what they deserve and what their opportunities especially women criticizing other women just like really bothered me and i thought that it's been a week and i have not been able to let it go because it's like it just irritates me all the like i I, I like firing up page what yeah i know fired we haven't had a good so ufc had this like after covid because ufc like took off in covid Mm -hmm. and to the fan points of like Oh, these are fake fans. These are yeah. new fans. They haven't been here. And I don't know. I think F1 is doing every, like, they're doing a lot of things right. So you're going to try some shit that's not going to work, or you're going to try some yeah. stuff that's not going to, like, that's okay. Like, I, I, this is all part of a growing, hugely exploding brand. Like, it, yeah. Like, and I don't know. And it shit happens. It's also like a part of sports in general. Like, this is how it works. Like, also, F1 has never been like super like inclusive as is like it still did cost a lot of money before it even drive to survive to go to these events yes. so i understand the frustration with the popularity and all of that and like I, to be fair like these creators definitely should have made content pointing this out but directing it and tagging f1 tagging the teams that you invited beauty influencers tag the company that's a beauty company that didn't that just wants to be at this event to be seen and it's like that's it's I know that we're so passionate about sports and don't get me wrong. Like we love them and we get very emotional about them, but it is a business. It is a business. And like that, that's the part that like, if you get too hung up in that, you're going to miss out on the fact that like some of these things are good for the sport. Some of these things are going to create change for the sport. Cause I bet you now in the next U.S. Grand Prix, like Vegas, there's going to be tons of people. I mean, Austin's first, by the way. So I, I just want to say I'm, that. So F1 fans don't come for me and be like, you don't even know what's, Austin is no, first, no. then Vegas. But I got thoughts on that, by the way. I can't Vegas wait to talk is about going it. to be a lot of people wanting to be seen. It is not going to be the most inclusive event. It's already so expensive. Okay. Like, come so, on. So this is perfect. So the other day, I'm an MGM rewards guy, right? Uh-huh. So I stay at MGM properties. I get I get some comps. I don't bet like a crazy son of a bitch, but I bet enough and stay enough and drink enough that like, yeah, it's the whole point. So I get an email because of my status. Like, hey, we'll give you, I think it was two or four complimentary tickets to F1. Okay. Down the rabbit hole I go. Yeah. To your point, right? Go in. I'm like, sweet. Is this an, up to four nights comped? Wow. Okay. So I go and I look at the calendar, right? Pop-ups like, here you go. You get grandstand tickets. I'm like, holy shit. That's great. $3,400 a night. And that was down from $4,000 yep. a night. To stay at the Bellagio. 
Yes. So I'm like, all right, Excalibur, right? Excalibur is not a great casino. It's fine. I'd like it. Whatever. I'll stay anywhere. $1,900 a night. Um Holy and, fuck. And it's not even just like an America thing. Like the number, the like pinnacle, the two like big events of this sport, one of them is in Monte Carlo. Like you're yes. telling me the Monaco Grand Prix isn't, is, is so super inclusive and the rates are really low. Like this isn't a new thing. So I understand frustration, but it was just like very toxic. And I love F1 TikTok. Like, let me just explain to you. I'm very, very deep in F1 TikTok. Like I throw likes around like nobody's business. I I had a video go viral just for something that I posted about Charles Leclerc, like about the Vegas Grand Prix. Like I really do love the content that people put out about it, but I also just really want people to not be so mean to each other on the internet and be like, oh, just because this person is a beauty influencer doesn't mean you actually get to be mean to them because you don't think they deserve the opportunity. Like people are allowed to have other interests in you and i hate to say yes. like sports are also part of an entertainment business and again it's a business so that was my rant about that That's pretty it's pretty good it's just it's it just was irritating to me and i also the best part is that i was trying to be so like off my phone because i was gone for a week i was like okay i'm gonna be off my phone i'm not gonna get involved it is legitimately a week later from when these videos started like surfacing and I am still like I was sitting on the plane this morning and I was like, should I post a video about this? Because like I genuinely like can't stop thinking about it. It's really gotten under my skin. I think I agree with you though. People just need to like back the fuck off first yeah. and foremost. Calm down. So I I like that. Very good. We missed And also missed another very good podcast, by the way. A calm down yeah. podcast. With Carissa Thompson and Aaron Andrews. Oh, that is good. I've seen that on Instagram Reels. <laughs> I have. <laughs> and every clip is entertaining. Those two are great. They have great chemistry. They're great. That's I, what people I, say about us, too. So. so on Instagram, real front, my buddy, best man of my wedding, uh, he is also an Instagram reeler. <laughs> okay. And lately, we just set each other, like, every night, just our best Instagram reels. And okay. it's funny to see he's in now, like, guys doing dumb shit, like trying to jump in a swimming pool and like their friends pull the pool away or like and fall horribly. Like like it's like the dub shit. Broken portal. bone TikTok. Yeah, and or, I, I, um, reels. See, I yes, can't even get into the the yeah, no, saying I, reels. And what am I? I'm in now um I uh softball and baseball tips for my kids. Okay. Uh that's like how to pitch. Uh, Olivia pitched the other day. So I'm trying to help her, you know, baseball's my thing. Pitching and softball, I don't know where Definitely feet different. go. Yeah, 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 it's different. So that's it. And then, yeah, people like hurting themselves, like in hilarious ways, but not like, you know, seriously hurting themselves. Like, gotta, gotta have a the problem for the Instagram reel. It's like, I don't want like, it's gotta be funny. Yeah, but sometimes Instagram reel doesn't know the formula very well. So I, I fucking love Instagram reels, Paige. Like, I, I actually really do. do love Instagram reel. Like I do pivot to that sometimes because I have like my scroll time. And which is also very segmented out. I'm very good about following my like time limit that I've set on my phone. Um, cause oh my we're God. all about good mental health here. Um, but I'm curious like what the ratio of our listeners would be of like TikTok or Instagram. So like we should probably post something and be like, maybe even this. Um, are you a reels person or are you a TikTok person? I'd be very curious to know like what our our listeners are because i like oh, both I, I really do i like tiktok for the sounds oh but i do a bone pick with tiktok when you download your video from tiktok it messes with the audio so if you do like a voiceover it like makes it look like you didn't get it right and the whole reason i love tiktok is because i actually think i'm pretty good at the voiceovers i've been told that so i'm not just like bragging or anything but um oh god <laughs> but when you download it you can't post it on like instagram because it messes with the sound so you have to record it separately or not put it on both platforms, which is their strategy. They want you to be using one um, app. Yes. So like Instagram wants you to be using Instagram to make reels and TikTok wants you to make use TikTok to make TikToks. Um, but yeah, that really irritates me because I'd like to put my funny TikTok content on Instagram. So I have a bone well, to pick can... with you. So maybe I'm team God reels. Damn. Who knows? I, I have a bone to pick with you is the good name of this episode, I think. It's good quality. Or a good name of a podcast, by the way. Bone to pick. 
Like well, there's not be a, a rebrand, but maybe it could be that a bone to pick could actually just be and our all new segment. It is, is just like there you go. Can we wow, get sponsored? Wow, that works. This by is like behind the Omaha curtain. Steaks or something. We're <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking dog bone company. I don't know. Like let's go. Like money. That sounds great. We like should really a do that. Sponsored rant. But then it, we got to be careful, right? The rant's got to be like, who's going to want to sponsor a rant? Um, you'd be like, surprised. There's Omaha like an Stakes? entire company. There's an entire com- sports media company that's basically people ranting and saying obnoxious if, things on the internet. So I think, if you I think own a company that sells Halloween skeletons, like talk to us, like perfect spirit bone Halloween is, store. Yeah, yeah, bone bone. You know pet. they need money other times of the year. Um, you know so. Pretty out of control. It I, is... Uh, it, it is. No, this is good. We knew going in this would be the random shit. I don't have a ton of other... I don't have a ton of other random shit. Did I'm... we discuss if you're caught up on Ted Lasso? No, I'm not. I'm still working through Severance, which is wonderful. Wonderful. So I'm... St- I, did you do... Did we talk about this last time, Severance? Oh. Yes, we did. So good. I'm not... You told so, me to start it. Yeah, Severance, I'm still working through, and then Ted Lasso is next. Um, yeah, we need, I need you to get to that so we can have like discussions about that will be another segment is when you do get to Ted Lasso, that will be a discussion where we'll discuss the episode that you watched because every episode has something that I want to talk about. The, I cried today on my flight home. By the way, I had a flight very, very early this morning and I was watching Ted Lasso and it I could be an emotional place, by the way. I've been there. Yeah. Like, first of all, it was like it, my flight was at 650 and I was wearing like sweatpants and like compression socks. I have no makeup on. I just look very disheveled and i was like already really just drawing a lot of attention to myself but just not being put together <laughs> then good though. i'm like well, by the you... way max comfort flyer good for you oh fuck everybody else well like, and also like i'm really weird about like compression socks because i've heard like a lot of stories of people who are like frequent travelers and if it's over like a two-hour flight you should wear them that's like something I will I will get the article up and I will like read the information that I read. I read an article once and I was like traumatized. I was like, no blood clots for me. We are not doing it, which is a very Oh page. my God. It's so on brand. It's so no, on brand. No blood clots for me. No like, blood no. clots for me. Not on an airplane. I fly too much. I don't want to do that. And I'm I agree too young. with you there. It's just not, yes. we're not doing it. would not it. be bad. Yeah, it'd be bad. Yeah, so so we are, um, I'm very big into the compression sock game, but I, yeah, I'd rather be comfortable. Although, I will say this is here we go just another rant i am like if i'm traveling to somewhere i'm like okay i'm fully ready i've got like a cute outfit on like if i'm going on a trip i usually look pretty nice but when i'm coming home that that don't Vegas catch return me. flight like yeah i like i've worn this shirt for three days buddy yeah. like like no it's yeah no i'm i'm max comfort like it is important on a flight yeah to feel good no it certainly like, is every everywhere you go and it's even it's weird in the winter Right, because you like bundle up here. The weather sucks. You get in, like no, the coat goes away the moment I get in the airport, and I'm like, I'm trying to decompress my brain. Yes, for but, whatever flight is in front of me. But yes, to circle back, I did cry watching this this week's episode of Ted Lasso. I was like not prepared, and it really caught me off guard. Um, and I was the guy next to me. I'm sure it was just like, what in the world is happening? This no, it's woman. all right. I also had to get up to go to the bathroom three times which oh no in a five and hour flight usually i'm an aisle person yes but i knew i was gonna sleep on this flight so i, I usually do the window seat and, and you had two people I, next to you no i i was in first class so it was only one but oh fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just 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 drop that there pick it up go ahead pick i was it up. hoping you'd move right past it you also no. can't give me shit because you did upgrade your flight I, 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 it was I a five hour flight love... and i was like it's oh, no. early in the morning and i used points to get the flight anyway so the upgrade was like to... barely anything i was like why not no no to be clear team first class through and through yeah, oh we are team first like, class like, I... like it is it's it's the only way to fly it's not the only i will fly but it is a emotional it's also great for a morning flight oh my god yes like, oh, you don't have to worry about it. Like, good for you. Yeah. I'm proud. No, it was wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was an excellent experience. I will say, though, the flight attendant was very concerned because I have, like, dietary restrictions just because I am allergic to a lot of things. And the flight attendant was, like, very concerned that I was not eating the in-flight meal. And I was like, well, because you don't have the one that I can eat. And I'm not going to order the other ones that are going to make me sick on a five-hour plane ride. So... She yeah. was like, are you sure? I just want to really make sure you're happy. And then I was getting off the plane. She asked me if I was okay. She's like, are you okay? 
I'm like, yeah, I just have food allergies. Like, and I don't want to be an inconvenience. And I'm not going to sit there and tell you that I have food allergies. I'm just like, oh, no, thank you. Like, I, she was very concerned. So shout out that I, United flight attendant because she was I, very, very concerned that I was like not eating. And I was like, uh, by the way, I also have a whole bag of snacks that I brought myself because yeah. that's just me. I, so, uh, on the flip side, a friend of mine, he just told me this story this week. He had to fly to London for business and is, oh, you know, flew jealous. first class. And on the way back, was hung over some hair of the dog, right? You Drinking have to. excessively. And at some point over the middle of the ocean, the white attendant asked him, because he asked for another uh, beer, like very politely, I won't use his name, um, I just want to make sure you're getting a ride home. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and of course, he's kind of like, uber black yeah right? it's like okay you don't need to do that and she's like okay well right away and then and they kept on flowing so on the flip side of flight attendants looking out for you like the middle of the ocean um you know check uh, in check in on I alcohol mean, consumption i appreciate that yeah. i don't like no, the she... judgy ones like i was going to mexico actually no i was going to scottsdale and on a bachelorette um trip and the flight attendant on southwest brought us our drinks and then, like, did not stop to see if we wanted other ones. Mind you, it is only, like, an hour and 45-minute flight, if that. Hour 30, maybe. But still, you can have two drinks in that window, especially on a bachelorette party. And she was not she was not stopping for us to bring us another drink. It was not happening. Oh, I, I'm with you. Wow, yeah. I have a lot of flying stories that I... Maybe we should do a whole pod on just, like, travel. Because oh, I've got... Okay. That actually would be a good summer episode, because I do have... The way there, I do have a story about that, but I'm going to save it for another time. It was a I've good got story. Some, I got something involved college football, too, that are pretty wild. Okay. So we will Pilots. have a travel episode. When there's a, really a day that we can't find anything to talk about, we will have a travel oh. episode and do hot takes of do we, travel etiquette as well, because there are some things that I a bone to pick. I A bone to pick. I um. So next week, you want to start doing some gambling? Like yeah. Big 12? Do I? feel I? like we have to start with Big 12 win totals next week? I don't know. Like, I... All right. Yeah. I'm in. We'll start with the big 12 win titles. How about that? Fuck it. Whatever. Random as shit. It's a, like a May college football podcast. Like, let's do it. All right. Why not? Uh, we're good to go. So for Paige, I am Adam. We will talk to you guys next week.